podcasts, what are they again? Says Facebook. The latest from our daily newsletter at podnews.net. A year after it announced podcasts in its app and other audio tools, Facebook's interest in podcasting is waning, according to Bloomberg's Ashley Carman. The company still hasn't launched podcasts outside of the US and was entirely absent of podcast movement evolutions. It also hasn't renewed some deals with live audio rooms partners as it pivots to focus on the metaverse, whatever that is iHeartMedia plans to triple the amount of branded podcasts it creates. A premium article in Adweek also gives the rates for a branded podcast with iHeart between $1 and $2 million, according to Chief Marketing Officer Gail Troberman. Podcast advertising needs solutions to reach full potential, says a piece by Chris Kelly in Marketing Dive. Meanwhile, Morning Brew explains how pod sites, chartable and other attribution solutions work. And improved ad tech is one reason why the UK's Press Gazette suggests that the UK is on the cusp of a golden age for podcasts. But the article also highlights that the country sees significantly less podcast ad revenue than other markets. Expect more marketing email from Acast, but with changes for compliance. The company has responded to our Tuesday story about their spam marketing emails. We're told, Recent emails we sent out erroneously featured incomplete contact information as well as outdated language from past email templates. Some emails mention email marketing providers like B and MailUp that Acast is no longer working with. Our staff have identified the source of the issue in our email templates and have updated any remaining live campaigns so that they feature accurate, up-to-date information on Acast's physical address and the providers we work with. We regret the errors and regret that our email communications were dispersed before we made the fixes. We will continue to go through checks with our legal team to ensure our external marketing communications are compliant and accurate. The IAB has unveiled the agenda for the 2022 IAB podcast upfront and is podcasting at a crossroads. Signal Hill Insights asked a number of podcast professionals for the number one opportunity and number one threat facing podcasting in the next year. We'll link to that and everything else from our show notes and our newsletter at podnews.net. In People News, David Pierce is returning to The Verge to co-host The Verge cast. He was editorial director of Protocol and also spent time at The Wall Street Journal and Wired. Irina Lamb, who launched Facebook Podcasts for Creators, is now working on music and building a music insights product for Facebook, according to her LinkedIn page. And Cheryl Duval is to become general manager at KRVS, a radio station in Lafayette in Louisiana in the US, a audio editor with significant podcast experience. We link to some of her work today and a picture of a very young Ira Glass from 1990. And in podcast news, if you listen to Podland this week, you'll hear... Hi, my name is Lauren Passell and I'm the founder of Tank Media and I'm going to be on later to talk about the promo swap database that I just launched. She will. Autism's First Child is a new original podcast from iHeartRadio tracing the history of autism, a trailer coming up. And do you believe in superheroes? The host of the superhero complex, journalist David Weinberg, didn't until he met one in real life. The show tells the story of Phoenix Jones, the leader of a caped crime-fighting posse collectively known as the Rain City Superhero Movement. But Phoenix ended up at the wrong side of the law. Was he a supervillain all along? The podcast was released earlier this month and is from Novel and iHeartRadio. And that's the latest from our newsletter. To read all the stories and subscribe, we're at podnews.net. In 1937, Mary and Beeman Triplett of Forest, Mississippi, 
placed their three-year-old son in an institution. Doctors said it was for the best. Donald was different. He didn't run to his father when he returned home from work. He didn't snuggle his mother. In that era, scientists and academics and politicians classified people like Donald as defective or deranged, a threat to society. I, mean, I don't think people are that familiar with the fact that from really the early 1900s um, up until the you know beginning of World War II, essentially, uh, eugenics was really a big movement in the United States. That meant judging babies like cattle or sheep in contests and county fairs across the country. The triplets eventually changed their mind. They brought Donald home and then to Baltimore to see a founder of child psychiatry, Dr. Lee O'Connor. And that visit changed history. Uh, of course, the, at the time, autism wasn't even a word. Nobody knew you know, about it or anything. Case one, Donald T. That's how he appears in Dr. Connor's work. And seven decades later, we track Donald T. down. Hey, you got a book up there. What book, whose book is that? And a different key. That book about you and John. Well, it's about you, actually. Yeah, actually about me. I'm Karen Zucker. And I'm John Donvan. For us, finding Donald Triplett was a mission we had to carry out. A search for living history. And now you can meet him in our new podcast, Autism's First Child. But when we went to Forest in search of Donald, we found so much more. Well, I've always known Don. I don't remember not knowing Don. Oh, we love Don. He's our most famous person. We found a whole community that embraced him. And learned about Donald's remarkable life. It's hard not to love him. He's involved in the country club. He has friends there. He has friends everywhere. It's a story at the intersection of class, race, and resources. It's a story about empathy and understanding. And a diagnosis that changed history. Listen to Autism's First Child. An iHeart original podcast. Starting April 14th on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you find your favorite shows. 